Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals returned to practice this morning at MedStar Capitals Iceplex. Tarek El-Bashir from The Athletic will join us. And the Capitals and Islanders kicking off a busy stretch on Saturday. Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, January 13th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. Presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. Following an off day yesterday, the Capitals will hold a full practice this morning at MedStar in Arlington, getting ready for a busy finish to the month of January. That begins on Saturday afternoon against the New York Islanders. Earlier this week, I chatted with Tarek El-Bashir at the practice rink, discussing a wide variety of topics, evaluating the state of the goaltending. As the midpoint of the season approaches, the dog days of January, Bruce Boudreaux's Vancouver Canucks coming to town, and much more. Well, Tarek, always good to catch up with you here. Long, long gap here between games as the Caps not playing until Saturday and the Islanders and the news this week, Zach Fucali going back to Hershey. So the goaltending situation on this team, we know that Ilya Samsonov is going to get a sweater at least, which is more than he did against the Boston Bruins. Vitek Vanacek going to be back in the fold. There's two games this weekend, and now with Fukali gone, you got to figure maybe one for one game, one for the other. Vancouver coming in on Sunday, but the Capitals have got to stabilize this thing because goaltending has struggled here in this winless skid. Yeah, I, I would say that's the number one concern going into this second half of the season. It just hasn't been consistent enough. I have always felt this way, and I continue to feel this way that Sam Sonoff's ceiling is the higher of the two when we're talking about Vanacek. The consistency just hasn't been there. You know, he's either it's feast or famine. He's either outstanding, lights out, shut out, or you know, he's he's just not quite good enough. I, I think if you're talking about a championship caliber team that has championship aspirations, you have to fortify yourself at the game's most important position. And if that means giving up something at the deadline that maybe you don't want to give up, there are going to be some good veteran goal attenders available, and you've got to go out and get one. If Brian McClellan does not address the goal thing situation, I think this team is not going to reach the goals that it, that it wants to reach this year. One of the things that we have learned going back to 2014 when Brian McClellan first took over, there are no half measures with the Capitals general manager. If there is a big fish to get, more often than not, it's happened. Hasn't always worked out. Kevin Shattenkirk didn't really work out. Anthony Mantha, it's been tough because he hasn't, we haven't seen much of him. He's gone through some struggles. He got off to a tremendous start. But of the quote-unquote big deals on deadline day, the general manager of the Capitals is usually right in the middle of this thing. So knowing that moving forward, I don't expect any half measures here going into the trade deadline. If there's something this team needs, Brian McClellan's going to find a way to do it. Absolutely, because uh, again, I the vibe I get from this organization right now, let's back up a little bit, to the, the offseason, I felt like, okay, everyone said, okay, let's see how things go, and that'll determine what we do at the deadline and kind of what direction we start to take. Well, Alex Ovechkin's gotten off to a career best start. The underlying defensive stats are good. Everything is clicking right now for this team except for the power play and goaltending. <laughs> the power play, I think the uh, hope is that internally at least is that the return of a healthy Backstrom and TJ Oshie will get that going. Uh, you still have those pieces. 
the goaltending situation, it, it just isn't good enough right now. And as you said, Brian McClellan does not take half measures. He swings for the fences. And I think when you look at the way the first half of the season has unfolded, it is demanding now of him to make those adjustments. There's no, well, you know, we're not sure how things are going to go. Let's hang on to our first round pick. Let's not move any prospect. No, it, it's another all-in season is what I'm getting at. And, you know, Ovechkin and company, they have they probably haven't said this to Brian, but, I mean, with their play, they have said this to Brian. We can do this again, but we need you to fortify our team, to bolster our team with the pieces we need to make a long run. And I think at the top of that list is goaltender. In the here and now, this is the longest losing streak of the season, four in a row going into the weekend with the Islanders. This team not scoring as much as they have been. Every team through 82 games is going to go through a stretch where it's just not going very well. This seems to be one of those. It doesn't seem to be a cause for alarm. But is this team maybe regressing a little bit after playing lights out over their head offensively, the kids, everything else? We haven't seen Oshie much. We haven't seen Backstrom really at all. They haven't had the pieces. I feel like part of it might be that they just haven't been able to have everybody out there at the same time. You still haven't gotten the reps for Oshie. You still haven't gotten it for Backstrom. You still haven't had it for Mantha. And the kids can only do so much when they come up from Hershey, maybe contributing a little bit to where they are right here in this four-game skid. Uh, look, I've been covering this team in its current form, the Ovechkin era, since the beginning. Every year since they've been contenders, and I'm using air quotes here, contenders, there's been a lull at some point. And it feels like after a hot start, they're, they're, they're kind of getting into one of those lulls where, you know, I think there's been some disjointedness. You know, there's been a couple of breaks here. There have been a lot of guys out with COVID. There's been injury. There's been the flu bug. There's just a lot of things going on right now. I, I know that the 515 numbers have kind of come back down to earth, but I think everyone expected that. I think if you ask Coach Peter Laviolette, you know, he would say, yeah, that regression was expected. We, we knew we weren't going to be able to maintain that pace all year long. So I don't think there's any red flags to me. When you look at this stretch in these, these four losses, 0-2 and 2, they've allowed 18 goals. That said, one of their better games of the entire year was in Minnesota. And Carl Hagelin scored into his own net, right? I mean, like, that should have been two points. And they, instead, they get one. When you look at the four-game losing streak, you know, there was the St. Louis, eh, not so great. Minnesota, good game, didn't get the result. And then Boston, okay, that that was when you chalk up to not good enough goaltending. <laughs> um, so i not overly concerned. I, I don't get the, the vibe, the sense from the room that there's any major concern but at the same time i mean you look at the rest of the metro division you know everyone's hot right now and you can't afford to have your lull become a slump so they've got to get back on track they got to figure some things out here during this break get some rest get some guys back and then get back on the horse we talked about the goaltending and you mentioned the 18 goals in four games obviously goaltending plays into that with the notable exception of the minnesota game because i agree with you i thought in the third period they just couldn't get as we talked about on the show with ben just couldn't find that other goal that would have put them over the top they get a goal at the end they find a way to win but the st louis game the boston game Maybe the New Jersey, New Jersey game, even too. Defensive breakdowns, too many of them. And Daniel Sprong had a rough night against Boston, not to single out him, but there were other guys too where this team has given up, especially to St. Louis. There was a lot of time and space for the Blues to operate. So as much as, yeah, goaltending is an issue, I feel like the play in front of them probably needs to tighten up a little bit too. I agree. And, you know, I, I think, uh, again, you're just reaching that kind of January doldrums of the season. You know, I, I think against Boston, you know, losing Hag. Hagelin 
an hour before the game, that blows up the checking line, right? Losing Dmitry Orlov, who's your number two defenseman, that changes things too. Look, everyone's missing players right now, but you know those were those are two key pieces that I think changed the equation a little bit defensively. They have been giving up too much as of late after being really good. I wrote an entire article for The Athletic about, you know, how in Peter Laviolette's second season, they had tightened things up. You know, they had they'd made some tweaks to their defensive zone coverage. They were being more attentive in the neutral zone. Forwards were paying more attention to covering the points and taking care of other little details. And it wasn't a massive improvement because they were actually were pretty good in Laviolette's first year. But it was going in the right direction. And now I think, like the offense, there's been a little bit of a regression to the mean, hopefully. And I, I have to imagine this is the plan. They're going to go back over systems and some some rules and some some details here during this this break, and you know, hopefully get back on the right side of things this weekend. Fun one to finish here. It is a former Caps coaches weekend coming up with Barry Trotz on Saturday and Bruce Boudreaux on Sunday. From an interviewer reporter standpoint, it doesn't get a whole lot better than that. I, I love it. I covered both of those guys and through the years. I, I, I don't keep up with, with Barry quite as much, but I still talk to Bruce quite a bit. <laughs> uh, he's one of those guys that you, you can't get him out of your life after you cover him. Just, here, here. Yeah. He just, just kind of lingers, hangs on. <laughs> you know, I'm just happy for them. You, you know, I, you know, Barry's had a tough go. I mean, you know, that team is better than its record reflects, but they've got a whole lot of games to make up here. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Barry gets whips them into shape and gets them, you know, in the conversation at the end. And you know, seeing what Bruce has done with the Canucks, it just it just harkens back to that year in what 2007, eight here, where you know I got a phone call at seven in the morning on Thanksgiving. Saying, saying, hey, Tark, hustle to practice. Why? Can't tell you. You just fired the coach, didn't you? You know, I show up and I wasn't expecting Bruce Boudreaux. I knew he was the coach of the Bears, but I didn't know he was the guy. And I get here and from that moment on, this organization was has was forever changed. I mean, that was the that to me was the beginning of the Rock the Red era was that day. You know, I, I think Bruce stepped onto the ice and stumbled, almost fell his first when he first put his first skate, his first step onto the ice, laughed about it. And from that moment on, Alex Ovechkin and company took off. So yeah, it's always great to to see those guys, and you know, hopefully, I'll get a chance. You know, it's weird in COVID, maybe just to, you know, after the morning skate or before the game, just say hello and catch up. Our thanks, as always, to Tark El Bashir from the Athletic for joining us. Coming up on the show tomorrow, Ben will be back as we preview the game with the Islanders. Also, a look ahead to Sunday and the return of Bruce Boudreaux to Capital One Arena. He brings his Vancouver Canucks in for a two o'clock puck drop to close out two games. In as many days, Capitals are set to play eight games in 14 days starting Saturday. Break time most certainly over. Caps on the New York Islanders Saturday at 2 from UBS Arena. Network air on 106.7 The Fan and Caps Radio 24-7 will be at 145. Have a great Thursday, everyone. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.